Hello there and welcome to Planet Sport Football Africa, the show where we look at African football, what's happening around the continent and what African players are doing overseas. I'm Steve Vickers in Harare, Zimbabwe, joined today by Solomon Ashams and Stuart Weir. And today we continue to reflect on the 2014 FIFA World Cup. We ask if moving the Africa Cup of Nations finals from even to odd years helped with the performance of the African teams in Brazil. Also, we look at how the shift will affect the 2015 Africa Cup of Nations, as teams that appear at both tournaments have only six months to recover for the Nations Cup in Morocco. Plus, we ask, does Africa deserve more than five World Cup slots? Is it fair that such a huge continent has only five places at the World Cup, while Europe has 13? And if you look at performance, you'd have to say that South America and Europe dominate the World Cup. Uh, For example, this year, of the last 16, 11 came from South America or Europe. Well, it's almost a couple of weeks since it finished, but there are still so many issues to discuss after the 2014 World Cup finals in Brazil. And what is the possible benefit of moving the Africa Cup of Nations from even years to odd years? In 2013, we had the first Nations Cup in an odd year. Nigeria won it, and it gave the players an 18-month gap before the 2014 World Cup. Uh, Previously, for example, in 2010, we had both the Nations Cup and the World Cup, with a gap of only five months between them. Some players have said that it's really exhausting to play two tournaments in the space of six months. And CAF, the Confederation of African Football, claims that the fact that two teams, Nigeria and Algeria, made it to the second round in 2014 is evidence that it was a successful move, especially as Ivory Coast were only a minute away from also qualifying for the second round, but lost out with that late penalty against Greece. What do you make of this, Solomon? Well, I think... The change of the Nations Cup on the timeline of Africa football has, has really helped uh, the World Cup teams to be able to perform better because it gives them a, a bit of time. Uh, so it's going to help players to be able to focus on the World Cup. Uh, so they go into the World Cup just fresh out of their different uh, leagues around the world. You know, but I thought the influence or the decision that Cup made to move the Africa Cup of Nations would really uh, help the team uh, quite a lot. I don't think it had helped the team quite as much as I expected uh, because the African teams didn't do as well as uh, you know, I, I figured out they were going to do. So, so it's, it's just a case of, of looking at it and saying, look, there are certain positives that you can pick out. So it's definitely going to help our players to, to focus. And back in the day when players used to intentionally avoid the Africa, Africa Cup of Nations just to concentrate uh, on the World Cup because that's a big stage for them. Every player wants to play there and players want to go there and play well just so they can get new improved contracts or new clubs. Uh, so they try to avoid going to the Africa Cup of Nations before the World Cup to avoid injuries and to avoid uh, just putting themselves at risk. I feel, you know, one way or the other, there are a few positives in, in, the, in, you know, in the change that CAFA has effected. So if there are positives, uh, the question that uh, then follows is how will it affect the Africa Cup of Nations? Uh, Because we've got uh, the players going into the Africa Cup of Nations in 2015 uh, in Morocco, starting in January next year. That's just six months after the World Cup. So it means that still for the teams that qualify for both tournaments, they'll have had two major competitions in the space of six months. Uh, Is it going to have a negative impact on the Nations Cup? We would expect that Nigeria will qualify, that uh, Ivory Coast will qualify, uh, Algeria as well, most likely. I expect Ghana to qualify as well. So is it going to affect the way that they play there at the Nations Cup? Yes, uh, definitely is going to affect the way that they play. It it is a case of uh, some of the players uh, coming from 
uh, the World Cup and just feeling, look, uh, the World Cup, I've played in the big stage. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to concentrate on the smaller scale. I might just save myself to play for my club because that's who pays my bill and also concentrate to qualify for Europe or play in the Champions League. So now priorities now changes. Uh, instead of concentrating on the, on, on the Africa Nations, you know, a player now begins to concentrate on on the on his club side. And, and it's good to concentrate on your club side, but at the same time, you know, you have to serve your country. Also for football administrators, you tend to treat the World Cup so different from the Africa Cup of Nations instead of really treating them and giving them the best shot, giving them the best that you can in terms of preparation and organization. Administratively, we don't really put a lot of resources and really prepare very well for the Africa Cup of Nations, especially when you have just six months between the end of the World Cup to the commencement of the next Africa Cup of Nations in Morocco in 2015. So we'll see how this change to odd-numbered years will affect the Africa Cup of Nations, the 2015 finals in Morocco next January and February, and looking forward to that. Now to our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. Last week we asked, what lessons can Africa learn from the 2014 World Cup? Two African teams reached the second round of the World Cup for the first time, but there were a lot of areas of concern. Cameroon, Ghana and Nigeria all having administrative issues. Well, Blenko Chingar from Malawi says the only thing that African teams can learn is that they must put football first instead of money. These players should know that they represent countries there and not their families. Dauda Jallo in the Gambia says Africa has a lot to learn from the 2014 World Cup. Let them have better management backup to facilitate their efforts. Olatunde Adeleke in Nigeria says there's a lot of lessons and greediness is a big issue for football administrators, especially in West Africa. All they care about is me and myself and money. And Olatunde says, look at what we've achieved at junior level as African teams. It's so much better than senior teams have achieved. What a shame. Prince Emma from the Gambia says poor administrative problems always lead to Africans' failure in the World Cup. How can you send your soldiers to the war field without guns? Why are they reluctant to give players their match bonuses? Because they are there for the players. And Prince says shame on African football administrators. They always cause our failure. From Nigeria, Sylvester Simon says the football running bodies of African teams should put the players' minds at rest and let them concentrate on training and the matches ahead instead of spending training time and resting time arguing over bonuses. This is what is killing our football. And Sylvester also says let people running the football associations be former footballers. They would understand the importance of paying professional players on time. And Abli Osise in the Gambia says kudos to Costa Rica and Colombia for their heroic displays at the World Cup. And regarding some of the African teams, I think they need to always put their nation's interests first before anything else. Thanks for all those comments and our Facebook page is Planet Sport Football Africa. Uh, that's all one word. And this week we're asking if Africa deserves more slots at the World Cup. Now, before we get to that, here's an assessment of the 2014 World Cup finals from legendary BBC commentator John Motson, who's been to 10 World Cups. He says that 2014 was a tremendous World Cup. Yes, I thought it was probably comparable with 1982 as possibly the best World Cup I, I remember. I thought this one had a better first phase than, than, than the ones that have gone before. I thought it slowed down a bit in the knockout section because I think teams got a bit 
cautious when there was so much at stake. Um, I think the highlight of it perhaps was the performances of one or two of the underdogs. I mean, Costa Rica obviously speak for themselves and there were one or two very brave efforts by teams like the United States and Algeria. The crowds were good. The, the, the fears about safety were fortunately unrealized. Um, of course, it would always be remembered as the World Cup where, where, where Brazil imploded and having been the team that everybody thought uh, would probably uh, succeed in their own country. I mean, the 7-1 game will go down in football history, really. I think that game defined, in a way, the Germans as the best team in the tournament. That's legendary BBC commentator John Motson. Now let's have a look at this issue of whether Africa deserves more slots at the World Cup. Now currently Africa has five places out of 32 at the World Cup, while Europe has 13. So is that fair? Well, from time to time we hear arguments that Africa should have more places, although the fact that no African team reached the quarterfinals this time around doesn't do too much to strengthen that argument. Having said that, Asia has four places and failed to win even a single game at the 2014 World Cup. Our European football expert Stuart Weir gives us this analysis. Now there are currently 32 teams invited to the World Cup finals and five places are allocated to Africa. Now while the exact figures vary uh, from World Cup to World Cup depending on which continent gets an extra place for the host nation, the breakdown for 2014 was this. Europe 13 places, Africa 5 places, Asia 4, South America 4, North and Central America 3, plus Brazil as hosts, and then two from what is called world playoffs. That's one South American team playing an Asian, one Central American playing one from Oceania uh, to get a place. Now, FIFA doesn't actually publish the criteria, but it's based on performance at previous World Cups, world representation and population. When the World Cup finals had only 16 countries, say in the 1970s, there was one African representative. When the number was increased to 24 in 1982, a second African was added. And when the World Cup reached its current form in 1998, with 32 countries, then Africa got five. But it's difficult to decide what is fair. Let's look at Asia. Now, based on population with China and India and so on, Asia certainly deserves its four places, possibly even more. But the performances uh, do not, because you really find that Asian teams, uh, with the exception of uh, South Korea playing at home in uh, 2002, never really achieve anything in the World Cup. And there have been some shocking defeats, like Saudi Arabia conceding eight goals to Germany, or North Korea seven to Portugal. It also may seem unfair that in South America there are 10 countries who compete for four or five places, whereas in Africa there are 54 countries with only five places available to them. And if you look at performance, you'd have to say that South America and Europe dominate the World Cup. Uh, For example, this year of the last 16, 11 came from South America or Europe and seven of the eight quarterfinalists were from South America or Europe. And that has been pretty typical over the last few World Cups. So on the basis of what Africa has achieved, it's hard to say that they merit more places uh, as against Europe, South America. But, you know, for a big continent, the argument can be made. Uh, And I'm afraid it's one that will continue 
uh, and FIFA ultimately has the decision. Thanks a lot to Stuart Weir. So Africa and Asia are both underrepresented at the World Cup in terms of slots given as far as their population is concerned. But it's Europe and South America that dominate the knockout rounds of the tournament edition after edition. Now, when the World Cup was expanded in 1998 to 32 teams, Africa got five slots up from three, as we heard there from Stuart. Uh, Before that, Cameroon had reached the quarterfinals in 1990. And post-98, when the five slots were given, two teams have reached the quarterfinals for Africa that is Senegal and Ghana so what do you think Solomon does Africa deserve more World Cup slots currently I know Africa don't deserve more slots I feel Africa has not really uh, done well with the five slots that we've had uh, for the last five editions of the World Cup and, and I feel we've not done enough to merit uh, an addition since we got five slots I don't think we have really used that the way that we should If we think we have the best players, we have good players in African football, which we do have, we have great players playing all over Europe, far more better players, I would think, in my judgment, to the Asian region, uh, which has four slots, but they've played in the quarterfinal, they've played in the semifinal before. But Africa has never played in the semi-final of the World Cup before. Africa has 54 member na- member nations in with FIFA, uh, and Europe do have 54 nations also, but 13 slots. But you cannot bring the two football continents together because Europe, when it comes to football, they are far far ahead of us from their league to their development to uh, their organization and everything. You know, uh, the last two World Cups was won by European teams. And and we have to look at it and, and ask ourselves, you know, what do we do as Africans to be able to play better, get at least two or three teams in the quarterfinals, one in the semifinal, then we can begin to try to make a case for additional slots. We can begin to ask FIFA, how about you improve our slots? And I feel Seb Blatter has been a big fan of African football and Michel Platini, uh, the UEFA uh, boss, president, he's also been a huge sympathizer of African football, but we need to be able to uh, do a lot on the field of play, get the results first before we begin to plead our cases. We should hold on and not talk about trying to get additional slots, but we should just concentrate more and more. Nations should just concentrate more and more on getting good results on the pitch, and I think the result will, will speak for itself. So Solomon thinking it's not time for Africa to have more places at the World Cup just yet. Tell us what you think on our Facebook page. Does Africa deserve more than five World Cup slots? Is it fair that such a huge continent only has five places at the World Cup? Our Facebook page, Planet Sport Football Africa. That's all one word and we'd love to hear from you there. And that's it for this edition of Planet Sport Football Africa. From me, Steve Vickers, from Stuart Weir and Solomon Ashams. Thanks a lot for listening. You can find the show online at planetsport.tv and Planet Sport Football Africa is a 2K Plus international sports media production.